Goblin Tuesday presents the Wind Sisters Monster Hunters, a podcast following two sisters on their quest to be world-renowned monster hunters by investigating and hunting different monsters picked by our listeners. Stay tuned after the show to find out how you can influence the game as well. left off with Beth's character Riley crawling into the wagon uh, as she got pretty beat up for those listening it's because Beth is on vacation this week so she's recovering inside the carriage Alina Natasha you jump aboard after pick repicking up your scythe maybe moving the bodies out of the way of the road and you continue, you, you take the reins, uh, continue on the, the road ahead. Um, anything that you are looking to be doing? Um, since we ran into those people, definitely keeping my head on a swivel because now I'm very leery about anyone. Okay. This wasn't exactly a great first start experience of, oh, look, people. Okay. Uh, the, the road ahead is, is fairly uneventful it's a little bit alarming for you because you do recall that the the people the bandits at that ramshackle sign that was kind of or arch that was set up was talking about how this is the forefallen kingdom and like this is the king's road and yet like you've been traveling for like three four hours and you still have not seen any sign of a city, of a kingdom, of anything. There's no people. There's nothing. Uh, so you're not really sure where exactly, you know, this kingdom may be. But you do know that, like, you still have a decent ways to go before you get to where that first crystal that is floating on that map is. The road continues on, winds around a little bit. You're still out in the fairly open um, open fields, uh, a few trees dotting the line or dotting the road here or there. Um, <clears throat> not a lot really goes on uh, until probably around evening of that day, the same day that you were waylaid by bandits. Uh, as you are riding up the road, off in the distance coming towards you, you see a figure, just one figure. Maybe two. I don't know yet. I squint hard, trying to be like, is, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is this someone that can be trusted? Should I be on my guard? Should I grab, like, sh should I have my staff ready? Couple moments pass, 
and uh, they get uh, a little closer to to sight so that you can actually see them. Uh, Rebel guest star joining us this week. Uh, you want to describe what she sees for us? Uh, you see a short, stocky build, very grizzled dwarf walking around, kind of, kind of head swaying left and right as he sings his little mountain tune uh, from back home. Uh, you notice, if you're keen enough, that it seems that his where the stock build from the shoulders, one side looks filled out, the other side doesn't seem as filled out as the rest of them. Uh, wearing a you know traveling cloak and all that, and the beard trimmings as always, uh, as is uh, dwarvish custom, and a long smoke pipe as he just travels, singing his his mountain tunes. Hello. Oh, hello there. You're not gonna try to like just jump me and attack me with other people outside in the shrubs somewhere or in the tall grass, are you? <laughs> no. I, I nervously look around. Oh no, no. If I if I wanted to, if I wanted to do that, I'd at least have the honor of bringing it face to face. But we're currently face to face. Exactly. If I wanted to do that, as you say, from you the would do it now. Yes. <laughs> right now. Like I have no. I grab my staff. I have no reason to do that. He he reaches up his uh his um left hand and says no no reason for that. And the other hand the other arm is kind of covered by his cloak and all that. As he goes to reach up for his pipe, says there's no no reason for such hostility. I am but a mere traveling dwarf. Mm, okay, I cautiously just have my staff kind of. Stood up next to me, you still have a firm grip on it with one hand, and the reins in the other. So, is this the Four Fallen Kingdom? It's a good question. I was not too sure myself. I've been wandering aimlessly, it seems like, for the last few days, going from town to town, finding all kinds of work to do. Honestly, well, I, I find it just fun to travel from town to town. How, how close is the nearest town? We haven't seen anything in a while. Well, about a four days travel. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But there are some little neighboring towns out there. Not much, you know, small little settlements here and there, but very friendly people. Or at least friendly to me. I'm not sure what your definition of friendly is, obviously. Hopefully not being jumped under an archway by people who say that they're here to collect taxes or something. I don't know. They were mm -hmm. liars. That is fair. That is fair. Well. So, you really don't have anywhere in mind that you're going? Just no. kind of going? I, uh, I go where my feet take me. Hey, uh, that's pretty cool. We go where the, uh, these Impalas take us. Which, currently, we kind of have an idea, but, uh, it's, it's very loose. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, you know, the best thing about, uh, those who wander... They're not normally lost. I mean, we're kind of we're following a map, so we're not really lost, but also See? not really sure where we're going. That's the exciting part. Everything can be an adventure. Not necessarily good adventures, mind you. Obviously, since you've had your run-in with, you know, you know, said bad folk who tried to collect taxes, but not all who wonder are lost. And especially you, you've got a map. You're half. You're doing much better than most of them. <laughs> um, Jim, is this uh, roughly route 
dusk time. Yes. Yep. Definitely is. Mm. Sun is just starting to set. <clears throat> Have you set camp? Have you started to bed down for the evening? Uh, n not yet, but I probably should. Uh, is there still like a, a big ditch off the side of the road or is it kind of flattened out? Uh, no, it's flattened out. Okay. Uh, you know what? That's, that's not a bad idea. Uh, give me one second. I kind of pull the Impalas to at least get off of the road a little bit. I jump down off of the carriage itself, boop the little button so that they get their Liamin's tiny hut around them, and then, uh, start getting kind of a camp feel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I offer my assistance to help in any way without, like, feeling over, like, overbearing or threatening. You know, you're good, you're good. Um, are you hungry at all? Do you, do you have food? Do you need food? I have a few rations here from my last uh, last visit in um, the town. I don't eat very much anymore, uh, but I won't say no to a freshly prepared meal. Why don't you eat too much anymore? And Lena just kind of like squints suspiciously. It's it's mostly because of my travels. I understand how to. Are survive. you dead? No. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, I am no longer. Dead. I felt dead quite a you're, few. You're wait, wait, you're undead. <laughs> I like this. Oh, 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 we're going to get along swimmingly. I take yeah. a step back. <laughs> I go to like uh, move off part of my cloak, and you will you will notice that the arm, like when I was stating earlier, that where you see his silhouette is kind of like filled out on one side, but not the other. Mm -hmm. uh, his cloak, as he moves the over his right shoulder, his arm is not of flesh. It is a prosthesis. And he goes and says, I don't need to eat as much because I'm not having to pump as much of my blood anymore. So, I tend to travel light, as it were. He goes up, waves his hand, and... All the the phalanges appendages kind of move in the mechanical order, and uh, I've never seen anything like that. Mm. Is it like what is it made out of? Metal wood? Oh, it's metal. <laughs> Whoa! Takes a rock to it and goes tink tink tink. Can, can I just? And she like kind of gets cautiously a little closer, really wanting to take a look at it. Yeah, sure. Ian holds out his arm. She grabs it, like, quickly lifts it up over her head, looking all around at it, like, whoa, and just kind of, like, mildly jerking you around in weird positions so she can just look at it. Uh, uh, this, this, uh, wow. How did you, did you make this? I uh, move my arm to a quick release button in my, on my shoulder and press it, and the arm falls off. I scream. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It happens. Don't worry. <laughs> what do you mean it happens? It's it's my own design. I do. That I thought too. your arm was still in there, just you oh, know, tiny or I something. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I reach down to grab it and position it back into the where the socket joint was, kind of like, <laughs> kind of like a like a like a Lego Connect piece, <laughs> just oh <my> kind God. of <laughs> and snap. And as I snap it back in, 
the arm kind of moves around and it goes through like its power up sequence and uh, the hand goes up and goes five four three two one and open close fists and it goes back to its like free form motion uh... oh you've never you've never seen this no I haven't seen a lot of stuff and definitely not that right well it's quite a fascinating story if we have time uh, I think we have time. Uh, oh, one second. Let me let me just run back into the carriage real quick. Uh, I run back in, grab a blanket, tuck Riley in. I'm just like, Riley, you're never going to believe it. There's a man out here with a really weird metal arm. It does stuff. It's nuts. Okay, sleep well. And I, like, grab some food and head back out. As he goes to, like, sit down at a, a small rock <laughs> and prepare some food, he kind of glances over his um, prosthesis checking to see if his runes are still, like, attached in. Okay. And um, his etchings and kind of still observing his um, his work that he's gone through, making sure that there's no um, really any problems with it. It's it's not every time that people ask him about his uh, prosthesis. He does, he does pretty well to keep it hidden most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, in this, this situation, seemed to deem uh for some reason to have full disclosure of uh revealing his prosthetic okay as he goes on his uh his features are that of you know the the left side of his hand or the less left arm is much more obviously stronger because of the lack of a right so he's had to gain all of his strength into that arm he is also like very very grizzled and if uh, if you'll notice that there is a uh, something, there's scarring along the uh, the left side of his face to where it, like it's scarred all the way down from the from his furrowed brow into his beard, where the beard has actually started to patch out and tried to heal around. Okay, that is uh, what his uh, facial features look like. Uh, he wears um, studded leather armor which is uncommon for most uh, mountain dwarves as they seem to always wear steel. The reasoning behind that is he likes to tinker and the steel when he used to work in the forges would always get hot and uh, he doesn't like to work in the hot as much anymore. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Alina comes down with some food in hand. Uh, I really don't know what you eat. We've got some apples here, um, some bread. And I just like put some stuff down on a log or something that he'll he'll reach out with his uh his left hand and uh grab for an apple and kind of miss a little bit. He'll he'll miss for the apple and say, Oh, sorry. And he'll he'll grab for it again. And um he'll uh he'll he'll sit there and kind of eat an apple. He's like, So, what would you like to know? Everything. Ah. Uh, so uh, we uh uh my sister and I Oh, Riley, she's... We kind of got jumped by some really shady people, kind of like I told you earlier. But, uh, they they really messed her up, so she's just kind of inside resting and trying to get better. My my medicine skills aren't that great. Uh, but yeah, but before that, we, we had, like, literally just left home. And before that, we had left our other home. Mm. This doesn't make much sense. We, we don't get out much. Uh, this is kind of like our first excursion out i can uh i can attest to that most of uh my settlements 
after the raid, I think, as far as I know, I'm the only one that's left. But, uh, like I said, not all who wander are lost. So, instead of dwelling in the mountain and uh, all that, I decided to take up uh, myself and move on to the next settlement. Get, looks down as Rusty says, prepared, <laughs> as it were, and uh, go venturing. I still tried to find that, but uh, apologies, as it were. I have I have yet to introduce myself. I am Brunin Schiffsteel. Brunin, oh, that's a fantastic. I've never heard a name like that. Oh, hi. I'm, oh, sorry. Wow, I'm real bad at this today. I'm Alina, and uh, she extends a furry paw. And I extend out my uh, my metal my metal arms. A pleasure. <laughs> it's like a very awkward handshake. So. Well, I guess if uh, we're here to exchange stories, again, I was uh, just but a, a humble mountain dwarf, and I started to work upon uh, various items, weaponry, as it were, just as for our own settlement, our own defenses, very well crafting, and you know, steel and and certain weaponry. Of course, uh, we started working on new things. I have become kind of attuned to uh, to this uh, arm, uh, which was uh, quite the interesting way I came about it. My home was raided uh, by some. Oh no! By who? I have no idea. Oh. I was I was knocked out pretty fast into it. But before that, I'd lost my arm uh, as as the raid started. Not sure how gruesome of detail you want to go into, but obviously it seems to have worked itself out. But they also, without, you know, as if it were to rub salt in the wound, they had also taken a little bit of my vision as well. And if you look at his his eye, obviously you'll see like a scar running from his brow down to his beard where his eye is, uh, where his eye would be. It seems to have been replaced by an eye prosthesis as well. Helena kind of cocks her head to the side and then completely forgetting that, hey, you're still kind of a person and curiosity entirely takes over her. She just grabs both sides of your face and like gets really close to it. Oh wow. That's so cool. Ah, <sighs> I'm so sad Riley's missing this. <laughs> Look at you. And she just like has her eyes so close to yours. Wow. How do you, does it can I poke it? I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather you not. I, I kind of. Oh, like oh, 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 right. And she like kind of realizes what she's doing and steps back a bit and like, oh, uh, uh <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Oh, it's, it's quite fine. He goes to kind of like settle himself back. He's like, oh, it's not every day you see someone like me, I would assume. You can tell that she's just like real excitedly sitting there, her like her the tip of her tail's twitching back and forth. She's like, This is so cool. This is so cool. Riley, I wish you were awake right now. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Um, though I don't remember much of the raid, obviously, with the uh gratuitous nature that I was maimed in. I do know that when I came to uh, one of the neighboring settlements healers had came to me and obviously was able to restore me to the best of their abilities. But none of my plan had survived the raid. 
it kind of like goes into us like a a, a thousand yard stare. Well, you know, five hundred yard stare because of the one good eye. <laughs> and he uh, he just kind of like rolls out, and in his head he hears the the sounds of like burning building, uh, screams, and uh, everything else that coalesces with that. And he just like he gets quiet. Oh. Mm. Ah. R- R- Riley and I hunt monsters. Ooh, that sounds much and much more interesting than mine. I, I um, mean, we're really new at it, so we've only really encountered like one thing so far. But mm. it's going really well. Oh, well. Just people are the hard part. <laughs> well, they always are. Always seem to be set in their ways and not very, not very prone to change, or they they fear the unknown and they fear that which they do not understand. They're just liars so far. Like I mean, except for everyone at home. Home was great. Have you ever been to home? Have you heard of home? Other than my home, no. But I'm interested now. Ah, oh, it's this beautiful little town. Uh, it called home. I think there's there was only like four houses there. And, and we got one. It's just beautiful there. It's so relaxing. Everyone has their own garden. There's so much that's enchanted. There's some guy there that you're... Well, not some guy. Harold's there. Uh, Harold's there, and he makes moonshine. Ooh, I like him already. <laughs> so you've had it before. Well, I've it's had It's fire! To... <laughs> Liquid fire. Hmm. As we've called it, it's called fire water. <laughs> I mean, that, that's more fitting than moonshine. <laughs> right. Well, either way, it's uh, it seems like a very lovely place. I would have to visit it one time in my travels. Yeah, you really should. It's, it's beautiful. Yes. Well, what plans do you have? It seems that obviously you have the map and you're traveling towards the nearest town. What's... What is the goal when you get to the nearest town? Uh, you can tell that she kind of shifts around uncomfortable. Not really sure how much she should be giving away. Um, do you know anything about enchanting? Because we're kind of looking for people who do that. Kind of, yeah. Well, it, it depends on what type of enchantment. I only know much about the mechanical as I have created oh. my own my own sort of enchantment but doesn't mean i can't learn it it's just uh, not one of my stronger suits so we've been following these glowing crystals on a map and then she just starts gratuitously oversharing about everything that's happened so far about the apes that attacked home the weird old lady in the cabin taking the crystal back to tobias seeing it shatter and then go to the map pieces and just like so we kind of have a plan but also not really sure what we're going to find when we get there. But we know we got to get there. Step one, get there. Step two, find out when you get there. Seems You're very good at planning. <laughs> he lets out a, a big, ferocious uh, belly laugh. <laughs> Just, there are no plans. <laughs> Only that which we set in paper and pen. But nothing else. No plans are set in stone. And it's kind of funny, as in I do nothing but work with stone and metals. But no plans are set in stone. They seem to change on a whim. So, you need to get to the next town. 
And then from there, I guess fate will decide your next route. Yeah. Funny thing, fate. It seems to have always gone against what most people think. And he just kind of, again, drolls out into like a, a 500-yard stare. Oh, sorry. Uh, lost in thought again. <laughs> Pay it no mind. Pay it no mind. That's okay. Sometimes I really think about, like, how much fun it was when Riley and I were younger and we would just, like, chase butterflies and stuff. And you can see that she also kind of gets, like, a 500-foot stare, but then just kind of giggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so, yeah. Have you heard anything about anything happening around here? Like, oh, but I probably shouldn't be looking for work at the same time. If Riley's down, oh. No. Hmm. Like I said, I've just been traveling, taking odd jobs and here and hither and thither uh, for, uh, forges and trade and trade routes, and that's about it. Oh, speaking of, I uh, oh. see that you carry a scythe. Is it in need of sharpening or any sort of, like, repair? Oh, Alina hands over her two little sickles. Yeah, it, if you can. I I really don't know much about them other than they're great for collecting herbs and stuff. And, you know, throwing poorly at people. <laughs> well, that's not the intended purpose of hand sickles. I go to inspect them. They seem to be, obviously, I would assume, weathered. Kind of here and there is there mm -hmm. uh jim what would uh what would i uh, assess from the quality uh these are literally the most basic of weapons uh it's poor uh person's iron like it, it's not even like a good quality iron uh the wooden handle is of low quality it is literally just the cheapest that money could buy, but still get the job done. Uh, is the uh, is the edge like dulled? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, could I spend at least an hour or half an hour sharpening the of blade? Course. At least, Abs yeah, no, absolutely. So as he uh, he goes to, he's like, I can at least sharpen them. I cannot say that they would uh, be well in battle, but. At least the edge will be sharp enough to uh, help in at least Ooh. what you would do. Uh, as he goes to his um, his pack, he grabs out a small little uh, whetstone, pours a little bit of water from his canteen, and starts to temper the edge of the sickles, and uh, just goes into like a small little tune as he's uh, sharpening the blade back and forth for a, a set amount of time. Alina is in totally entranced and is just sitting there, like, happily watching him, her tail twitching every once in a while. Can can you do that with these? And she holds out her paws and then, like, springs out her claws a little bit. Ooh. <laughs> well, now that would be the trick. The only thing I could do is possibly it could, could work. Maybe? I don't know. Hmm. And he starts to ponder uh, with his uh, his hand going up. And kind of stroking the beard, and he's like, I have an idea. She's just kind of, like, wiggling her fingers, claws still out. <laughs> you, you wouldn't happen to have small four. Actually, we could probably use this fire, and I could possibly use a little bit of this. He's got a, he's got a small, like, a few chunks of small iron ore. 
He's like, hmm, I wonder. Um, do you happen to have like a crucible or a, a stone container of sorts? Uh, let me check. And I go like running back into the carriage. What is a crucible? Just kind of looking around for anything stone. He kind of uh, kind of yells. He says, "Even a mortal, uh, even a mortar or pestle would work." In oh, this yeah, I, I think I have that for my herbalism stuff. And she kind of goes digging through a box and pulls one out. Yeah, yeah, oh, Riley, you're missing some really cool stuff. And she like quietly tiptoes past and then goes back out the door. It, will this work? And she hands over a small one. This should suffice for now. Uh, he cleans it out of the inside and he puts in a few uh, chunks of iron and he sets it into the fire. And he says, "This oh. should this should take a little bit of time for it to uh, for it to work." Uh, so uh, while we're regaling, who else is with you? Who else is traveling with you? Oh, uh, Riley, my sister. Uh, j- just Riley, though. No, is she available or is she sleeping? Uh, she's she's still resting and recovering from the jerks we met earlier. Oh. <laughs> well, either way, this should help out a little bit. If nothing else, it will be a, a decent, what I would like to call a fashion statement. <laughs> fashion <laughs> statement? I don't know that much about fashion. And she just kind of looks down over her clothes, which really are not that great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I see. But no worries. Um, the uh, At this, I would believe uh, a good amount of time has passed that the, uh, the mortar and pestle has been in the fire. Correct, Jim? Absolutely. Nope, you're good. So uh, as he, he reaches out with his prosthetic arm and pulls the mortar out onto the dirt... And he looks in, and the uh, iron is turned to molten. And uh, he pours out a little bit onto his uh, a small rock and starts to, with his hand, with one of his, his prosthesis, kind of starts to form this into a cast um, mold. And he says, Let, may, I, may I see your, your claws again? Please. Yeah. She's like, ching. Yep. He uh, kind of observes the the shape and the angles. He's like, okay, and he kind of goes back to tinkering a little bit, and the the metal's starting to cool a little bit. So he's got his other hand kind of kind of half touching it, kind of almost like kneading uh, dough, as it were. And he kind of forms it. And he says, "You have all your appendages, phalanges, correct?" I don't think I have any extra. Yeah, just these. Okay. So he counts them out. He's okay. So he takes Should one. Should I have more? <laughs> if you had more, then uh, uh, you should probably see a doctor. <laughs> and he kind of starts dividing out pieces. <laughs> she just kind of like nervously laughs at it, not really sure what the joke was. <laughs> he starts. He starts to divide out like ten of these um, little metal shards and starts to form them and hollows them out. And he says, this should work. Yeah, ideally. Uh, do you have uh, a small bucket of water? I can quench these in. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me go get some. And she goes back in, gets some of the water, comes back out and uh, just sets the bucket down next to him and sits back down, just staring. 
as he uh, as the bucket is sat down, he kind of hands them up and kind of like tosses them around because obviously it's kind of still hot, and he tosses them in uh, into the water, and you just you just hear this bubbling and hissing, and they start to rapidly cool. And uh, he goes in, uh, reaches in, grabs them, and lays out ten of uh, what is what these would look like are like uh, claw cap. And they, he kind of lays them out there on his stone. He's like, I can sharpen them. And they would at least protect the the claws that you have now. Uh, although they're not as, as well prepared as a normal forge would. But these will do quite a pinch. Also, uh, if you lose one of these, it will not damage the ones that are attached to you. So no harm, no foul in that regard. And he, he gets one up. It's completely done sharpened out with just a quick uh stone and he's like here try one on oh okay and she like pulls out one of her claws and just kind of slips it on oh and then just like promptly kind of starts gently scratching at her neck oh this is great (laughs) uh your claws will now be a plus one uh, to damage. Yay. And, and that's any time that you're using your claws, even if it is for primal savagery or anything like that, you will oh, gain additional yeah. plus one. As uh, as those are, that's all done, he kind of starts tidying up his, you know, makeshift work area and uh, goes, uh, puts his cloak back on and sits back down at the fire and goes to reach for um, his pack, pulling out a small thing of uh, rations and uh, sits down and says, Well, I think that is about the extent of my ore deposits. For the time, I'll have to retire to the mountains and restock unless I hit the nearest town and haggle with the uh, the cranky forge masters, which... Oh, 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 no, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to oh. use all of it. I... Oh. <laughs> Worry not. The, the mountain always prevail, or the mountain always provides for us, so... It's just a little bit of time. I will restore my my deposits uh, and hopefully, possibly, find some better ores so I can do more work. It is by, by no means you have not run my stores dry. The mountain will always provide for us. And it's, it's just a little bit of, like, in the now, I could always talk to the nearest forge master and... Uh, oh. So it is my uh, privilege to at least help those around me. Alina, like, kind of head on a swivel is just looking around trying to see, like, the nearest mountains. You can see them. It's it's almost like that, uh, that situation, like, when you're driving through Kansas and you can see... Is it Kansas? Yeah. Uh, and, like, you can see the Rockies. But, like, no matter how much you drive, they're never getting closer. They're just... It's so flat. It's so far away. Do we they provide all... at a distance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if that was the case, and no no dwarf would need to be in the mountain. No, it'll take time to get to the mountain. Uh, any mountain, for that matter. But, as, as always, there's always the unseen. And he kind of, again, drills off into his 500-yard stare. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, pay no mind. But yeah, there's there's unseen things in the mountain. 
but that is always the the danger of trying to find something so precious. There's unseen monsters in the mountains. Well, not that I've seen. Kind of points to the, points to his prosthetic eyes. Like, none that I've seen. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> it's not a real eye. Yeah, I get that now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she still is just kind of like a little unsettled, but definitely more comfortable with them. It's like, um, it, it is kind of late. I'm gonna head back in, but you're welcome to stay out here. I don't know if it's like a great offering, but if you head in with the Impalas, you'll be safe. There there, there would honestly not be room for him in there. I, I kind of figured. <laughs> it's She's fine. just like grasping a vaguely hospitable while also not really knowing what the enchantments will or will not allow. <laughs> it's fine. You get some rest. I will take the first watch. And don't mind it. Most of us dwarves are uh, quite attuned to sleeping in the dirt. <laughs> so I will be just fine. Go ahead. Go on. Get your rest. He, oh, uh, okay. He goes back to his little pack and pulls out a long pipe and starts to pack his uh, tobacco and uh, starts uh, humming along a nice uh, dwarvish tune again. And... Uh, <laughs> Just settles himself in for a watch. Thank you for the claw extensions, additions, upgrades. Uh, perception checks from both of you. Thirteen. Five. That's fitting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. As you're getting ready to walk back into the carriage, Alina and Rebel, you pulling out your 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 pipe, you're smoking, you know, humming a song. Uh, you're having a jolly good time next to the fire. Rebel, you, you know, no problem at all. However, Alina, as you kind of are stepping up to the wagon, you take one look back and you see flying overhead just something extremely quick go flying by that just like illuminated in white. And you see as it does, the flame quickly flickers as a burst of air slams into it and you can see the flame wavering. She immediately stops. Her ears kind of go flat down to the sides of her head just like, uh... And slowly kind of like turns around and creeps back towards the fire. Okay. Um, did you see that? Oh, oh points to the eye. Really? <laughs> okay, did you feel a breeze? So, something's not right. Hmm. You did feel the breeze. I just assumed it was nothing more than a shift of the wind. Nothing really to concern ourselves about. I assume we're in like this uh, wide open, like prairie style. Yep. Flat yeah. Land. Okay. Yep, so, absolutely. Know, I would just kind of uh, assume it's just the changing of the wind in a flat area. So it, I pay it really no, no mind. So... My time on the carriage, did that count as like any sort of arrest? I'm to get I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that, yeah, it was, uh, we'll, we'll be nice and we're going to say that was a long rest. Okay. Uh, so you are still, it, it, it's a long rest in terms of because one, you also leveled up. And I usually yeah. count like the level up as like a, you know, leveling up in Skyrim where, haha, you get all your shit back. So you have all of your health, you have all of your spell slots. We are still going to have you with your wounded one condition. Okay. So you will still be doing 
one less damage and one uh, minus one to attacks because you'll actually have to like sleep and recover yeah. for that. But yes. Uh, Alina kind of goes back, grabs her staff from uh, where it was up on the carriage, and you just see her kind of like slink into the tall grass that's around them and just wait and just keeps watching. Interesting. Well, let's see here. He kind of looks at his pipe. Oh, oh, that's all spent. Taps it on the rock and uh, goes back to uh, tinkering some more of his uh, his prosthesis, tapping on a few of the runes, making sure that they're all set in. Kind of interesting. He's like, hang on. And he pops it out of socket again and brings it to the ground and starts to look at it, double checking each one to make sure that they're all working. He just disarms himself, uh, as it were. <laughs> just... Just double checking and goes back to humming his tune and tinkering. Alina, as you are there, the wind does pick up. Both of you do notice that the wind does pick up. It's bursts of wind that are just blowing across this camp that you have set up. You can see the wind blowing over the tall grass that is surrounding this area that you are in. Alina, you are within the tall grass lurking their ears doing that cat thing that they move mm -hmm. twitch back and forth listening you hear nothing but yeah you hear you just hear that tune where Brunin is is humming singing from and as you're there you just you have that moment where the hair on your neck stands up feel like you, the Watcher, are suddenly being watched. Rebel, uh, Rebel from where you and Brunin are, off to the side there, uh, in the middle of this camp, behind you, you hear something somewhat heavy sounding land in the tall grass behind you. Hmm. Goes to reset his arm back in. He uh, pulls out his uh, his mace into his prosthetic arm, and he's like, he looks over to his compatriots like, were you expecting guests? You just hear a no coming mm. from the grass. <laughs> Rebel, as you look over in the direction of where Alina is just kind of perched there, crouched there, not only do you see Alina... But behind her, you just see two large glowing eyes. And you can see the fire, the light that is, is bouncing off of the fire, or reflecting off the fire, uh, glinting off a long, scaly snout. And you can see the light reflecting off of teeth. Uh, in that moment, he would actually charge at uh, at Alina and jump. I assume because it's flat, he would try to jump and try to grapple at this um, this being. So okay, yeah, okay. Seeing, seeing Brunin like start running out, she's like, "What? What? What? No!" And just like flattens herself entirely to the ground. What do you need from me, Jim? I'm going to need. Uh, well, how do you want to do your, your grapple check? It'll, I'll, I'll leave it completely up to you. Uh, athletics or acrobatics? Uh, we'll go with athletics. 
Okay, go for it. Give me give me an athletics check. 18. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. So a couple things happen in this moment. You start charging towards Alina. You leap. Alina drops to the ground. As you get closer to Alina and you make that jump, while in midair, you suddenly see more of this creature and you realize that you're getting ready to attempt to grapple a wormling, a, a, a black dragon wormling. Oh. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. And this black dragon is caught very much by surprise at you leaping because previously it just saw Alina and then Alina drops to the ground to reveal a dwarf in air leaping at it. Uh, he rolled a five on his uh, opposed grapple check. Uh, so you leap onto this 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 black dragon wormling. It is only a medium-sized creature, but nonetheless, you are on top of this creature. What are you doing? Uh, as I kind of as I as I leap to like grapple, I'm trying to grapple its snout with my uh, with my strong prosthesis. I'd like to take out the hammer and just try to go for a hit to the head. Oh um, hell yeah! Trying to like disorient it, either going for like the eye or like where his ear would be, like the the hole for his ears. Okay. And just try to disorient. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll an attack with advantage, please. Yes, sir. Uh, da, 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 da. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve is not with with advantage. Yeah, that's with advantage. Oh. 12 is definitely not going to hit it. I mean, you're you're able to swing the mace and you're making contact with it, but this thing has a tough skull, apparently. Mm. And it, it seems completely unbothered. Uh, Alina, you flip around maybe as as Rebel jumps, uh, jumps over you. Uh, Brunin uh, jumps over you. And you see now as this, this black dragon wormling reels back on its hind legs and you see Brunin just on, like wrapped around his neck, smacking this this thing with uh, with his mace. Uh, and you realize now that you as well are at the feet of a a medium sized dragon. Basically, its wings uh, outspread, long t uh, tail whipping around, uh, tearing up some of the tall grass and just spraying it all over the place. Oh no! All right, I'm doing better this time. And she like starts running in. So then I'm going to turn around and cast Thorn Whip. Okay. Range, pace, spell attack to hit. Ooh, nat 20. Shut the Hell fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. <sighs> go ahead. Oh, I mean, it's Thorn Whip, so it's really not going to be doing too much. It's 1d6 piercing damage. Okay, so that's automatically six damage. Add your... your your, uh, or add your roll. So that's a one on the dice. <laughs> oh my God. Why are you so bad? I don't know. I even used my dice tower. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, riding on top of this, this wormling, Brunin, you see Alina flips over on her back, leaps to her feet, and then you just see this whip come shooting out of her hands covered in thorny vines and slams into this creature around its leg you can i mean you can't see it because you're on top of it but alina you see the thorns uh 
wrap into and pierce through the uh, the wormling's leg dealing a total of seven damage that's not bad it does cause him to stumble back a little bit but at this point while riding the the the, the neck of this black one uh brunin as you kind of are on top of here you're able to see across the camp that you had set up and over where you were previously sitting humming your song of course i told you that you did hear something heavy drop into the tall grass behind you and now coming out of that grass you see basically a mirror image of this but you see a white dragon wormling <laughs> this will be one for the ages uh go ahead and give me initiative rolls guys who are the ages? Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> that's a 16. Uh, then yeah, we're gonna jump right back up to Rebel with the highest initiative. I'm going to go ahead, since I'm obviously wrapped around this one, uh, I'm going to cast uh, the Cantrip Shocking Grasp. Hell yeah, go for it. Uh, do you still want advantage since I'm still wrapped around him? Yes, or? yep. Uh, 19. 19's gonna do it. 1d8, uh, 7 points of, uh, shocking. Beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> you're on top of him, uh, struggling as he is writhing around, his long neck kind of bucking you around, but you're able to just reach down, kind of slam your hand into his neck, and you just let all of that a shocking grasp energy out. Alina, you see just bolts of electricity just kind of rippling through this dragon's scales uh, as he's not doing great, guys. Not at all. However, uh, running through the camp, uh, Alina, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, Alina doesn't see anything. Uh, yeah, that's an eight total. Uh, suddenly you're standing there. Uh, does a, oh no, what's your AC? 12. Fuck, I am rolling like garbage today. Good. Uh, you're standing there like in a fighting pose, looking at Brunin uh, wrestling with this dragon. And suddenly you just feel this presence coming running behind you. And at the last moment, you just decide to move to the side a little bit as these large white jaws just snap right where you were previously standing. Ah. You are now aware of the fact that there is another wormling uh, here. And this is possibly the one that you saw flying overhead earlier. Oh, the white thing. Uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. Alina, it is me. your turn. Uh, Alina turns around towards that one, and she's going to cast Earth Tremor. Just as I was saying that I'm rolling like shit today, I rolled yeah, a nat 20. It. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I thought. All right. Pick a lane, Jim. Pick a lane. Yeah. need <laughs> to. Okay, so if the ground in the area is loose earth or stone, it becomes difficult terrain until it's cleared. Okay. But uh, since they didn't fail, they don't get damaged. Okay, great. Um, okay, the dragon is... Anything else in your turn? Y yeah, you know what? I'm going to cast Shillelagh and just get that ready. Okay, beautiful. Rebel, can you do a uh, a grapple check again, please? 
through things. He's, he's oh my god. <laughs> Net 20. Fuck you. Uh, he <laughs> rolled two tens. Two oh. tens. So yeah, he's still attempting. He used his whole entire turn in an attempt to fuck you off, trying to like whip his head around in an attempt to bite you. You can feel the hot breath uh, as he's snapping uh, in an attempt to, um, to, to, to bite at you. Uh, and he's just fucking failing miserably. Um, so it goes back up to you, Rebel. Uh, again, I think I'm going to try for the uh, mace. Okay. Uh, just to try to bash him in uh, flat or with anything. Uh, it, it'll Because he is now bucking all over the place, uh, it will just be flat. All right. Roger that. Here we go. Ooh, 19. All right. Again. Nice for finally picking a lane here. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> get him. Uh, rolling. Uh, of course. Then they pick a lane. It's two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just two uh, bludgeoning, obviously. Okay. 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 Still, like, you are becoming the, the mechanical dragon riding champ. Uh, as you are able to just stay on top of this. And maybe, probably, he damaged himself because as he's bucking you around and you're just holding the mace, maybe it just comes down and happens to hit him in his head. So, you know, uh, two more damage to him. Uh, let's see if I can actually roll decently now as uh, the other dragon, seeing that the, the ground has suddenly turned into rocky dirt, up like upturned dirt, uh, a, his wings uh, furl out, beat the ground, and he, he hovers just inches off of the ground um, and is going to, again, snap at Alina. And that's going to be a 13 on the die plus four. Yep, that hits. And that's only going to be six points of piercing damage. Uh, and as he does, you feel, oh my God, uh, you feel icy coldness uh, emanating from his mouth as he clamps onto your arm. And you're going to take an additional four points of cold damage. Uh, and it's going to be your turn. Oh, gosh. Uh, she does not look good. She's going to bop him with shillelagh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, take the bop. Yep. Boop the snoop. Boop mm -hmm. the snoop. So that is an 18 to hit. That's going to hit. Oh, and that's exactly an 8. Hell yeah. Awesome. I don't think I added anything to that. I think it's just that. Uh, No, it, it, it's it's your... You're adding your... Because you're adding your wisdom modifier oh, to right. your attack rolls and your damage rolls now. Okay, so then that's 10 total damage. Um, and then bonus action, she is going to shift into a dire wolf. Ooh, okay. Incredible. Great. Okay. Um, all right, Mr. Black Dragon Wormling. Mr. Black Dragon still attempting to... I mean, go ahead and give me a, a, an athletics check. I think you're going to be fine, though, uh, Brunin. Uh, 16. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I rolled a 3. So, yeah, again, this thing is is stumbling backwards. 
uh, still bucking its neck, attempting to launch you off of it. Um, instead, he's going to run forward. Uh, he's going to take an attack at the wolf uh, and trying to get closer to the white dragon. Uh, this It's going to be a dirty 20 to hit with the bite. Oof. Yeah. Did you just say wolf because you're a dog? <laughs> I mean, sure, we can go with that. I did say oof. <laughs> but yes, wolf. <laughs> Wolf. Um, and that is going to be uh, 10 points of piercing damage. And as this thing bites you, you also feel this stinging. I, I love this D4. Good God. Uh, I don't. This, this, this stinging, <laughs> uh, burning sensation as this acid drips off his teeth and bites into you. And it's going to deal an additional four points of acid damage. She goes down. Oh, wait. No, you're a wolf. That's right. It takes out of their health first. So you're a wolf. Ooh, Learn ooh. your character. I don't know how druids work. I never played one. Learn them. Study them I'm in trying. the off week. Don't wait until the game to be like, oh, how do I do this? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, still holding on to this bucking bronco of a dragon. Brunin, back to you. Uh, so we're both the the black and the white dragon are closer now together. Yes, yes. Kind of since they're by, have they chomped both onto uh, Alina? They they both took bites at Alina. Okay, so yes, they're, so they're not actively connected as like a conduit. Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had an idea. I don't like where that idea was going. <laughs> Neither did I. That's why I said no. They weren't. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go ahead and go for another shocking grasp. Okay. That is a freaking 18. That's going to hit. Why? Fuck it. All right. Pick a lane. Now, don't give me a one on the damage, my guy. Come on. Don't do it. Don't you, you do it. Two? Okay. I got a four. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. still, still, it's still irking me. Pick hmm. a lane. Again, uh, more ripples of electricity ripping over this guy. The white dragon is going to do the thing. Oh no, what's the thing? Uh, the white dragon dropping back to the ground is going to lower himself to the ground like a dog or a cat getting ready to pounce. And you just see it's jaws open up and this bluish light emanating from the back of its throat. Uh, mm -hmm. I am going to need both of you to make deck saving throws. Yours, uh, Rebel, will be at disadvantage because you are holding on to somebody else. Unless you choose to let go. Then I will give you it at, uh, at standard. Nah, he's, he's gonna be too focused on the one, so I'll take the disadvantage and it okay. was a it was a, a what? A six. Okay. I got a 14. Okay. So uh, the, the puppy gets to save. Yay. The dwarf does not. Of course. I mean, if the saving throw was a six, I mean, that'd be a pretty sad saving throw. <laughs> I just need you to beat a six. <laughs> I mean, again. I fail. Pick a freaking lane. Pick guys. a lane. <laughs> okay. 
33 points of cold damage. Oh yeah, that's like, oh, that's my times over. That's all of my health times over. Uh, and uh, Alina, as the wolf, you're only going to take half of that. Uh, so that is going to be, let's go with 16 points of damage. Okay, beautiful. Uh, so that was them. Uh, Alina as Puppy Dog. Yeah. Your turn. Um, What's Puppy Dog's health at? Seven. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, she is going to lunge at the white dragon, if uh, possible, at his throat. Okay. Um. Oh, and it's a 19. So it would That's be gonna hit. 23 to hit. Yep, it's going to hit. Well, that week seven on the dice will drop that down to six plus three piercing damage, so that's nine. Beautiful. Okay. You lunge at this thing, snap the hard scales protecting most of its uh, vital areas around its throat, but you're still able to deal a decent amount of damage to this thing. Um, I don't know if this would apply because of the size of them. Uh, the wormlings, that is. It says, if the target is a creature, it must succeed on a DC 13 strength save or be knocked prone. Mm-hmm. They're okay. still only a medium creature. Oh, okay. That's a 17 on the die. Ooh. Plus two. That's going to be a 19. All right. <laughs> okay. And we go to the black dragon. Again, no longer encumbered by... Uh, not not really necessarily being grappled because you are down but not out, but you have lost your 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 grip on him. Uh, Brunin uh, is going to go and attempt to bite the puppy as the puppy lunges up in the air uh, or trying to grab the white dragon's throat. This one is going to lunge out at you. It's going to be a fourteen on the die plus four, so that's going to be an eighteen to hit. Yep, that hits. Uh, not not you. It's it's going after the puppy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh. yeah. You're, you're you're still on its back. Oh, uh, rebel. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay, so again, we're gonna roll a d10. Uh, that is going to be seven points of piercing damage. Plus, as more acid goes in, uh, plus three points of acid damage. All right, she is knocked out of Puffer's form and looks like hot garbage. Beautiful. We love to see it. Uh, so it goes up to Rebel. Okay, I would have seen that Alina had gone back to her original form, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I let out a yell to Alina and say, get out of here as fast as you can. And I uh, go from the leap from the black dragon onto the white dragon to kind of draw both their attentions to me. Okay. Um, and try to try to at least buy some time for them to, uh, or at least for Alina to gather up and retreat out because I can only sense that this is not going to go well for either of us. Right. Okay. Um, so with that, I'd like to do an athletics I yes. believe to jump. Yes, absolutely. One. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it's just 
just a flat roll then from that? Uh, so you're able to make the the jump no problem. The the athletics check is going to be basically to grab onto this thing. Okay, I am going to attempt. Here we Beautiful. go. Uh, and you're going to be rolling with advantage. Uh, still with the, uh, not well, not minus one yet. Um, but yeah, with advantage because you are leaping from a higher point to a lower point. Okay, uh, that was a nat 20. <laughs> uh, you got him. Yeah. You definitely got him. And then, hell um, yeah. I think from there, since that was just basically movement, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to go for another shocking grasp as I, as I land upon the other one. Okay. Hell and yeah. that will be with a minus one, correct? And, and it's going to be a minus one to hit and then a minus one to damage. Roger. Let me roll that. So that's going to be a 12 to hit. Uh, that will miss. Okay. Either way, the 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 the, uh, the intent was was honorable. Oh, absolutely. Uh, again, grabbing around their throat onto them, trying to to hit them with that electricity. But you just see the electric arcs just bouncing off of these shimmering white scales. Number dragon, next dragon. Uh, white dragon now with you on top is now slightly distracted. Uh, from Alina is going to uh, roll an 18, a dirty, no, sorry, a 22 in an attempt to buck you off, Rebel. Uh, So if you want to give me either either, uh, an acrobatics or an athletics check to stay on there. We'll go with the athletics, and that's going to be an 11. Okay, so he does launch you into the air and then is going to attempt to go and bite you as well. That's only going to be a fucking six, though. That does not hit. Okay, good, good. Glad your AC is less than, or uh, is more than six. He goes and tries to snap, but like his bucking was so, so furious that he launched you a little too high up in the air. So just as you're kind of floating and hovering in the air over him, you see those jaws snap right in front of your face. Uh, Alina. Oh boy. (laughs) I have to protect my sister. Ground yourself. And she casts Thunder Wave. Uh, Black Dragon is going to get a 16. That passes. White Dragon is a 17 on the die. So I'm assuming obviously that's going to that's going to fail or that's going to succeed. Okay, so that's seven points of damage then. Okay. And they are not pushed. And then as a bonus action, she's going to cast Healing Word on Brunin. Okay. (laughs) Uh... 3 HP, I believe. Yes. Okay. So now that you've been technically healed, uh, you are still in the wounded condition, so you still get that minus one to your attacks and your damage, uh, but your speed only drops by five instead of half. Okay. Uh, There you are hovering in the air, uh, just getting slammed by a bunch of lightning. The black dragon again backs up a little bit. And you're, Alina, you're right there. You see the, uh, it was previously distracted by the floating dwarf. Now it is, its attention drops back to you and I'm going to need a constitution saving throw. Oh, that's not looking good. That is a six. Uh, that's gonna fail, and I'm not even gonna roll the dice. I'm just gonna take the average as you see its jaws also open up to a 
neon, sickly green uh, glow coming from it as this just cone of, or uh, this line, straight 15-foot line of acid just spews out, dealing 22 points of damage. Oh, she is, she is very injured. Uh, that normally would hop knock her down. So yeah, you are, like, you're, you're at zero? Uh, yes. Good. Technically, negative nine. Negative 19? Yeah, she had three HP. Okay, uh, that's two, or that, that's the, that, uh, we're gonna say that's, that's one failed, uh, death save, so. And wounded two. Uh, technically you're at wounded three. Oh no. Because you were at, you were oh, already right, at wounded, already wounded one. one. Uh, you are, because basically how I'm doing it is ten, ten points of damage below zero. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is another wounded condition. And they just dealt 19 points. So you're right there to being dead. Like you are literally on death's door. Your vision is blurred. You, blood is clouding your eyes. Dripping uh, out of her mouth. <laughs> yeah, dripping out of your mouth, your nose. You are, you are struggling to stay on your feet. And then it goes hovering in the air, coming back down, Brunin. With that, the the small uh, health that came back, um, still in the air. Are the dragons anywhere close, like to each other? Uh, not anymore, because the black dragon backed up to focus on, uh, on Alina. Can I can I attempt to like how high am I? Pretty pretty fairly high in the air, correct? So from the ground, you're about twenty feet in the air on your way back down. I'm going to um, try to change my trajectory and kind of put all my force into like a landing upon the black dragon. Okay. Uh, with all of my might, but before I land, I'm just going to yell out again to Alina and say, get out of here. There's no, there's no chance here. Get out, run to safety. And uh, I'm going to just come down with every bit of the mountain and uh, bring this mace down with me to uh, strike at the head of the black dragon. Hell yes. Uh, with advantage. That's a nat 20. No shit. Good lord. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, so yeah, uh, as, as I like, you know, try to channel my inner mountain, um, landing upon the dragon. Uh, again, I am not in any way like the best of health right now, but the safety of others is uh, something that resonates very high with me. Uh, I do not want others to deal or go through what I've uh, dealt with. Right. So I'm, I, as I bring this mace down uh, straight into the, the, the head of this dragon, um, I just remember back to like the times in the mountain and uh, just hammering away at forges and uh, the good time, as it were. Kind of, uh, if you will, if you will indulge me, like uh, an Iron Giant moment. Yes, okay. So uh, if that's a hit, I'm gonna go ahead and roll damage. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's crunchy crit, so automatic so, max damage to start. So that's seven. And then it's just a D6. That is a five minus the one because of wounded. Uh, mm -hmm. So four. 
So 10 damage. Hell yes. Okay. You, as I said, you manipulate your body to, to shoot towards this black dragon, uh, bringing down this mace on top of its head with everything that you have, the power of the mountain behind you, channeling through you and this mace. That mace slams onto this dragon's head. You can hear and both see the cracking of this dragon's skull as it just cracks right in half, the mace going right through it. The the black dragon, still with that little bit of life left in him, stumbles backwards and then just collapses to the ground, limp as dust just blows up in the wind. But as you do that, you don't even get a, a, a full moment to stand and celebrate your victory before two large white jaws clamp around you dealing massive amounts of damage you can feel the cold energy summoning through it alina off to the side struggling to stay standing the last thing you see is this white dragon wormling grabbing on to this this dwarven ally that you just met a mere hours ago grabbing onto him, a burst of cold energy coming out of the mouth, engulfing Brunin, and then the wings beating the ground, blowing a huge burst of air as it takes flight with Brunin in its mouth. And you, so weak, aren't even able to steel yourself to stay standing from the force of the wind as this white dragon flies off into the air. You collapse to the ground on your back, underneath a starry sky, and slowly the world fades to black. Goblin Tuesday presents the Wind Sisters Monster Hunters is Beth Mendoza as Riley, Natasha Mendoza as Alina, and Jim Mendoza as your Game Master. Special guest this week was Rebel Aviator as Brunin. Be sure to catch our live games over on twitch.tv slash goblin underscore Tuesday to get a chance to also be a guest star. As always, special thanks to our patrons who make each and every episode possible. Thanks for listening, and as always, a wonderful Goblin Tuesday.